Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The basis for our message is from the Old Testament lesson. We focus especially on verse 8. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay. You are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Well, it was getting late, so Lena sent Sven Jr. to bed with a reminder to say his prayers. And as she walked by the bedroom a couple minutes later, she was proud to hear him praying. But then she heard this petition. Lord, if you, can make me a better, if you cannot make me a better boy, don't worry about it. I'm having a real good time like I am. <laughs> Junior realized that he needed to change, but didn't exactly want to do it. So often we see the need for change, but don't know how to go about it. Today is the day of reformation, a day of change within the church. What is it that brought about that change? Well, Isaiah's passage today reminds us where true change is found, where real reform can be found. It is important for us to hear what Isaiah says so that we can understand not only what happened with the Reformation, but even more importantly, so that we can understand what happens when we need to reform. And so when we come to the Old Testament lesson, Isaiah is calling for reform. He's pointing out that they have sinned. The nation of Israel has turned its back against the Lord. As Isaiah himself states, there is no one who calls upon your name who rouses himself to take hold of you. This is a national call for reform. A national call really for repentance. But even as we hear this call for the nation to reform and to be repented, we need to recognize that that begins in each heart. It's done personally. That, that they must all come to a recognition of their sin and, and turn back to God. And on this Reformation Day, when we think about the work of Luther, we can look at someone who is calling for reform within the church. He, he sees the need for reform. As he understands and he develops in his own theology, he sees that the church has turned away from Many of the clear teachings of scriptures and the understandings of even the most basic elements of faith and salvation. But what's interesting is that while he calls for the church to reform, it really began with a personal reform on a personal basis. Luther's discovery came in his own recognition of a call to repentance. Luther recognized the need for reform within his own life. And as he attempted to reform his life in the way that the church called upon him to do it, he realized it did not work. He saw his own sin, but could not overcome it. And so what about today? Is the world in need of reform? Certainly our culture is, isn't it? As we look out at the culture, how much of the culture in the world clearly goes against God and his word. Do we see it within the church? Unfortunately, do we not? We, we see many within the church going away from, from the clear teachings of Scripture. But do we see it in ourselves? Again, we need to recognize where we need to reform. When you look at your life, in all that you say and all that you do, is it in accord with what the Scriptures call upon you? Are you living out your life the way that God describes, the way that God expects, the way that God demands? All of us, if we take an honest look, see a need for reform. And so we are called to reform. And we even try to reform. But what we see, we're going to realize quite quickly, is 
that we can't do it on our own. It's one thing to recognize the need for reform. It's something entirely else to do it. And we can't do it on our own. Isaiah points this out when he says, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. All of man's attempts at righteousness, all of man's attempts at fixing things, all of man's attempts on his own to reform will not work. They will fail. They will fail every time. Luther came across this, right? Luther failed his own personal reform. Luther tried every way he knew to make himself right. Self-denial, self-punishment, confession. We go on and on with all of his attempts, even making himself sick, trying to make himself right before God. And it didn't remove his guilt. It didn't remove his shame. It did not remove his sin. He was still crushed by what he saw in himself. And so, what about us? What about your attempts to reform your life? You know, when it comes around New Year's Day, we talk about resolutions. How long do those last? How many times have you tried to reform the way that you eat in your diet? How many times have you tried to reform your, your exercise pattern and getting yourself into shape? How many times have you tried to reform your, your prayer life, your devotion life? How many times have you tried to reform... Your, your, your life in general, saying, I'm, I'm not going to be as angry. I'm going to deal with my anger in a better way. I'm not going to worry as much. How successful have you been? There are some wins, right? Sometimes we get a little bit of success. But overall, how, how easy is it to truly change our life? To truly reform our life? Let alone try to give up on sin. To, to, to change our sinful life. You see, see, the reason that we fail in our own personal reform is, is we're using a failed tool. If we try to, to amend our sinful life by our sinful self, it doesn't work. Logically, that doesn't make any sense, does it? How can our sinful nature change our sinful life? We cannot do it. All of our attempts to reform ourselves, to reform our sins, to make ourselves better on our own are going to fail. And this is why Isaiah, as he calls for repentance, directs the people's attention to God. Notice how he even starts out this section when he says, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. Isaiah knew the only answer for his sinful nation was God. God coming down out of heaven. God intervening. God bringing about a reform. And Isaiah gives this wonderful picture of what that reform looks like when he says, But now, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. It was the Lord that could reshape that nation. It was the Lord that could reshape the people. It was the Lord who could reshape their hearts. He was the potter. They were the clay. He was the one to whom they all needed to return to. And this is true for all of us, right? We turn to the one who created us if we want to be recreated, if we want to be reformed. It's the one who made us and knows us. And Isaiah's call, oh, that the Lord would come down was answered. And it was answered in the person of Jesus Christ, 
the Lord did come down to make true reform possible through his death and through his resurrection. That the battle of our reform is the battle over sin and sinfulness. If we're going to reform, if things are going to change, sin must be dealt with. And in Christ, sin is deed dealt with. It's overcome. It's defeated. On the cross, sin is paid for. In the resurrection, the, the, what sin could do and what sin brings was overcome. That, that death had been conquered. Sin had been conquered. The devil had been conquered. It all had been conquered. Because our Lord has dealt with sin, now he can reform. He could reform in Isaiah's day. He could reform in Luther's day. What we celebrate today is indeed the action of God. Luther's breakthrough was recognizing his, his need to rely completely, totally on the Lord. It was in realizing that he could do nothing but rely completely on the Lord and his promise. Because God had made a promise of, of forgiveness and salvation within the scripture. And that's where it was. Reform was repentance, recognizing his sin and relying on that promise of God's forgiveness Listening to Paul in, in Romans talk about the fact that we are saved by grace through faith, that, that indeed in him and him alone we have our life and salvation. He has done it all because the law cannot save us. And so he trusted in Christ. And that's what he called all people to do. That was the point of the Reformation, to turn away from man and to turn to Christ and rely upon his saving work. And that's where we turn for our reform. Is to the Lord. When we see the need of reform in our lives, when we see our own sinfulness and our failure to live as we should, we turn to God. We rely upon Him. We confess our sins and cling to His promise that we are forgiven and we belong to Him. We rely upon Him and His power. Because again, the Lord is our potter. We are the clay. And His tools are His word and His sacrament. His word itself brings us to knowledge of sin and our need to repent. His word gives us guidance on how we are to live, how we are to love the Lord, and how we are to break our prayers in worship to him. His word gives guidance on how we are to behave, how we are to view our neighbor, how we are to view our government, our family, our friends. Our Lord, through his word, instructs us on how to live. But again, keep in mind, the word of God is not just instruction. With those instructions comes the power of the Holy Spirit. The word is power itself. It doesn't just tell you how to live, but there is the power of God's love placed upon your heart so that you can love the Lord. There is the power of God's love placed upon your heart so that you can love your neighbor, so that you can follow him. The Lord doesn't just tell you what to do. He enables you to do it. This is why we rely upon the Lord for reform. We're relying upon him and his power and we're trusting in his word to shape us, to shape our hearts, to shape our lives, to follow him. His promise is that he will. Again, it's one thing to recognize the need for reform. We can all realize that. It's another thing to enact it. And we are reminded today to avoid the error of trying to do it on our own, but to turn to the Lord. Because the Lord is the one who brings about true reform. He enables you to confess your sin. He enables you to cling to his forgiveness. His love enables you to love now and forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding guide our hearts and minds to true faith.
the life everlasting. Amen.